Welcome to this episode of Main Street Today, where we'll talk with Sherry Anderson about the stellar senior living possibilities at Clarendale of Indian Lake in Hendersonville. We'll hear how a town historian uses the past to plan the future in a run for mayor of Lebanon with Rick Bell. And we'll hear from Anna Christina Cash and her new record, Shine. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast or our Facebook page or left a review, we sure hope you will. Living alone, losing a spouse, getting bogged down in maintenance of a house, kids living hours away. Those are just a few reasons why a senior living community is a great solution for a lot of needs. For people with vibrant lives who want to keep living and enjoying the life they've worked so hard for. Clarendale at Indian Lake in Hendersonville is like a five-star hotel. But let's take an audio tour of the place and it just might spark some ideas for you. Sherry Anderson gives us the keys to not only a way of life you might not have thought about, but ways to plan now so you can experience joy and community with friends just like you. It's beautiful here. It does look like a hotel. Mm-hmm. It's gorgeous. When you first walk in, and you didn't get to see the lobby, Devin, but when you first walk in, it's all glass. It looks like the Ritz-Carlton. Uh, I purposely wanted to get the, what they said, the curb appeal awe factor. And that's what happened when I walked in here. Well, I have to say that there's someone walking the cutest little dachshund right now. So, and I did get a little bark whenever I walked up uh, from someone. So, under 35 pounds, the pets are allowed. And we actually have a few dogs and a couple of even cats here. But yeah, and then we let them walk around the property all around the property and you'll see dogs all the time around here and it's very welcome and it's also pet therapy the residents love the pets around here so yeah we welcome all all animals what do you call this place because it is not what we would call you don't call it a nursing home because it's not that and it's not is it assisted living what is it we call it a senior community we don't use the word assisted living or we're definitely not a nursing home uh, or a memory care community. We use it a senior living community. It's so important that people have their comfort area to go to. And that's what this is. It's a place that it literally is for people that have this wonderful, want a wonderful quality of life at a certain age. That's exactly what it is. Being tested for COVID-19, being part of anything that's associated with the word senior, you've had the test. We have had the test. Um, The National Guard actually came out and did COVID testing on all the staff and the residents. It was required by the state to do that by the end of the month. We actually had it done last week because they were overwhelmed by getting everyone done. So we've all been tested for it. But we took precautions in place right in March. As soon as this started, we took precautions in place. We had temperatures taken of all the staff members when they would walk through the door. Hand sanitizer is everywhere. It always has been, but more than ever. And we encourage people that come into the building at the early stages when they could come in to use the hand sanitizers. We took everyone's temperature. So we put all precautions in place in the early stages of it. So everyone has been tested now. What did people do? Were they limited to their, just their apartments whenever uh, the lockdown happened? How did that work? Um, Our independent living residents were not just limited to their apartments. Our assisted living and memory care residents were just limited to their apartments in the beginning because they're more vulnerable. But our independent living residents were not just limited to their apartments. However, we could not do 
large groups, we went by the state guidelines. And so we open up in phases just like the state's going to open up in phases. Our phases will probably not be as lenient as the state guidelines because of our senior community, but we will be opening up in phases. I just saw a show last night on Netflix and the main character was just distraught because her mother had passed away and her father couldn't live by himself. And they tried living with her and that didn't work very well because he felt like she was just the helicopter daughter. And he said, this is driving me crazy. So there's a lot of that, but she was looking for places and she was looking for Clarendale. I didn't realize it until yes, I saw this, yes. this place. I go, this is what she was looking for. Tell me when you see parents and children coming in together, which you probably see a lot of that, what are some of the things they use to describe this place? Well, first of all, when, as soon as they walk through the front door, they're just like, their mouths drop. They do not expect to see this in senior living. The senior themselves, if they come, it's usually the mother and the daughter, like you said, or the father and the daughter. And, and the sons, we see a lot more sons than we used to, but their mouths drop because the senior themselves, they expect nursing home out of everything. That's just what they've grown up with. They aren't used to seeing something that looks like an extravagant hotel for a community for them to live in. So their mouths drop and the, and the daughter or the son that comes with them are just overwhelmed with what's offered now in a senior living community. We have a fitness gym. We have an activity room. We have a movie theater. We have so much to offer to these residents now that was not offered when their mothers and grandmothers were looking for senior communities. So it's overwhelmingly beautiful now and the care is so much more. So they're awestruck. Social is taken care of here at Clarendale. Socialization. They're probably getting more socialization than their children are getting when they move in here. Uh, there's something going on all the time. We have a life enrichment director, and she has assistants. And they, there is a tavern on the second floor. It has a pool table in it. It has a giant screen TV. There's happy hour here. There's ice cream socials. They get more socialization than I get. But they are always doing something and staying busy. We have groups and clubs, and when we're open at full full activity it's it's full of life they have parties here all the time it's it's exciting to be here senior living communities are a little bit more pricey than let's say going to bob's apartment complex money wise let's talk a little bit about the options and the programs and how that works well that's a good question as someone as young as you can you can have long-term care insurance policy that's what we're telling our adult children to look into, and they're seeing that a lot more, to look into long-term care policies. Spouses of veterans or veterans, they have that option. Veterans benefits will help pay for a senior living community. You can do a bridge loan from the sale of your home to move in here. That will help take care of the cost of moving in until the home sells, and then when the home sells, they'll pay back that bridge loan, and then you have the remainder of the home sell to pay for your senior living. So there's a lot of options. A good estate planner to help you a long way. And we use several elder law attorneys in this area to help doing good estate planning. And I tell you, it's very well worth get a good estate planner to help you with that. It's really important that you start thinking now about your care. And it's not just about your care. It's where you want to live. And one of the main things that people deal with on a day-to-day basis, the number one problem in our world is not sickness, it is not death, it is loneliness. 
And this is the solution to that problem for people. Absolutely. And I get that's what I get most of the time is they've just lost a spouse. I just leased an apartment to a man this morning who said, I'm lonely. I live in a big house by myself and I just want to be around other people. And I said, you have come to the right place. And he's so excited. He was not going to move until the end of the month. He's moving in Monday. So he is just so excited to be around other people. And especially now with COVID-19, they've been more isolated now than they've ever been. So we're opening up inside the building where they can do activities with each other because they've been probably more away from COVID than anybody has. So they're more healthier than anybody. So they are going to get the socialization that probably we as being out in the society aren't going to have because we're still having to be careful who we're around. So he is very excited. But loneliness is probably number one why people do move in. Let's talk about the food. Our food is phenomenal. I think I've gained, I tried to stay on a diet, but if you eat here, you're going to gain weight if you eat right. But we eat healthy too. We have a registered dietitian that helps with our menus. But we have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, We have a beautiful dining room. They can come to the dining room. But our independent living has full kitchens in them. So they can also use their own kitchens to prepare a couple meals a day if they want to. So uh, our food is phenomenal. We have done outside events and invited people into our outside events and used our chef. Our food here is the best. People wanted to take a virtual tour. Is there something on the website where they could go in and take a look? We do. We have virtual tours on our website at www.clarendaleatindianlake.com. And of course, they can always call us here at 615-826-9223 and ask for me, Sherry Anderson. Sherry, what drew you to a place like this? love this business. I love these people. My grandmother had um, Alzheimer's quite a while ago and the community, it's not in Tennessee, uh, we placed her in, was just not what you would want your grandmother to go to. And so when they started building a community like Clarendale, it was so exciting to be in the business, to take care of seniors and have a nice place to put seniors. So I am all in and I love doing this. When you add up utilities, maintenance, housekeeping and all the effort it takes to keep up a home and to keep up life alone or even with a spouse, is that really how you want to spend the rest of your days? Find out how life could look without some of that stress. Join the fun community at Clarendale at Indian Lake. Virtual tours are available now at Clarendale at IndianLake.com. I'm Devin O'Day for Main Street Media. It's an election year. The right to vote is a privilege we don't want to miss. Let's introduce you to our town historian for Lebanon. He's a former council member, and he's also a candidate for mayor in Lebanon. Here's Rick Bell. If you were to look into the eyes of your constituents right now, what would you tell them? What would be your elevator pitch to vote for you? I would tell them that uh, I'm a Lebanon native. I love this city, and I'm going to be here forever. Uh, you know, I'm not one of these people who is going to move off to Florida and retire. I'm going to retire right here. And the decisions I make obviously will affect their future, but it's going to affect my future too. Um, and, and I want Lebanon to go, as I said, in a positive direction. I want us to have smart growth to make sure we don't get overwhelmed. I want us to have quality of life. And I want us to hold on to Lebanon's identity. You know, I believe that's something that happens to suburban communities throughout the country. They, they get overwhelmed and they lose who they are. We can't do that. 
and, and who we are is uh, protecting our history, uh, protecting our way of life, making sure that in the future, this is a great place to live just like, just like it was in my past as I was growing up here. And that's a great place to live for everyone. Uh, people of all ages, people from all backgrounds, in all parts of town. We need to make sure that Lebanon will be the place that everybody wants to be. And, and that's my pitch, to make sure that Lebanon holds on to what it is. Because as the future comes, change will come. But we can't let change who we are. Find out more about Rick Bell at rickbellformayor.com. Early voting in Wilson County is July 17th through August 1st, general election August 6th. For voting locations and questions, go to wilsonelections.com. I'm Devin O'Day. This segment was underwritten by Rick Bell for Mayor, Adrian Kelly Treasurer. Working at home seems to be, to quote a really overused phrase, the new normal. Companies have found some good and some difficult sides to working from home, but many are choosing to continue the practice just to keep folks safe. Some companies are even reporting an increase in productivity. So how do you make work at home work for you? Well, here are five R's that will help. Replicate. Create a space at home that resembles your work environment. Make it look like a workspace. Two, regulate. Plan your day the night before so you can self-regulate your time when no one's watching. Prioritize to get tasks completed so it doesn't get pushed to the last minute and cause stress. Number three, rest. Set up time to move around, take breaks, exercise. Those little activity breaks are really important for your health, both your body and mind. Routine. It's easy to get glued to a binge watch if you find yourself working from home or staying up till 3 a.m. to finish a project. Set a schedule and develop a sense of community with a coworker for a little accountability. And it also fights the depression that can grow from isolation working at home. And finally, remove distractions. Put the TV remote away. Remove social media from your phone during your work day or just disable the notifications so you don't get ding, ding, ding every time somebody posts or tags you in a post. Working at home allows multitasking for things that used to fall on weekends, like cleaning or laundry, to merge into your daily. No time on the road frees up even more time to be productive with work and your personal time. So find the joys, capitalize on the silver linings, and keep the five R's of working at home in place for a happier life. I'm Devin O'Day. Anna Christina Cash is a classically trained singer from Miami with an angelic voice. Smile, her new project, is not what I was expecting. I was expecting sweet with a soaring vocal, but wow, this girl has got grit and groove and power. This is one of the most entertaining projects I've heard in years. Produced by John Carter Cash, who's one of the most creative producers in music today. Trust me, you're going to love this. It's four in the morning The darkest of saints He don't know himself Don't know his own name Now the day is breaking Reckoning for change But only broken roses remain And she remembers his 
I recorded the record Shine in a span of over three and a half years at the Cash Cabin Studio. It was produced by my husband, John Carter Cash, and it was really, really fun to record, and I got to work with several collaborators on this. It's a mix of pop, country, Americana, and jazz. Welcome to the city of broken dreams People are in what they see But that's okay, we're staying in our lane Pair of aces win the game Walk to the window, sorry man Hate to put you out, but we need 12 grand Gonna need your cash, don't mind the gun Leave my baby on the run, cause I Cause love don't stop for nothing Never run out of room Love don't stop for nothing Nothing stops the renegade road My career began in the Latin music industry when I was signed to the Latin division of Sony Music at the age of 15. But there was also a big country station in Miami that I listened to called Kiss Country. And I always admired the, the storytelling and the songwriting and amazing vocals of these country artists. So um, this album's kind of a fusion of that as well as jazz, which I love so much. I grew up listening to Dinah Washington, Billie Holiday, Etta James, Ella Fitzgerald, and I love the improvisational vocal qualities of jazz vocal artists. So a little bit of my favorite things are on this record, and I try not to limit myself musically. I tried to create a fusion of what I really love. Breaking, I'm breaking in a brand new pair of shoes. Walking till I lose all my money blues I spent my last dollar I'll ever spend on you So I'm breaking in a brand new pair of shoes Well, it's hard to pick a favorite song uh, from this record, Shine, but I do have to say that my two-year-old daughter, Grace June Cash, loves listening to the song Hey Hipster over and over again. Uh, I imagine it's because it's like a pseudo-jazz, fun, up-tempo song, and from a satirical standpoint, it's a lot of fun just kind of poking fun at the hipster culture. Standing on the corner in your skinny jeans Hey, hipster, looking like you know just what it means Hey, hipster, combat boots and your pork pie hat Hey, hipster, looking like you know just where it's at Hey, hipster, hey, hipster 
Drifters standing on the corner judging everything. For me, I really try to approach um, each song based on its lyrical content. I try to see what's in it emotionally, and I try to see, what, um, as an interpreter, what I want to bring across. It's very important if it's a sad song to really understand the lyrical content to get in it same as an up-tempo song if it's fun I really try to get into the character but I try to I try for it to be as authentic and genuine as possible so I really put myself uh, in the character's shoes of these songs which I think is very important versus just trying to stylistically sing and do cool things like vocal gymnastics with your voice so I think most importantly it's about getting the emotion across as a singer and that's my job as as a vocalist Way down south in no man's land Was a good wife dealt a dirty hand Her man's head just wasn't right He got sick drunk most every night He married her for her daddy's money And to spread the seed of his family tree She made for love in the sake of the heart But all the good had fallen apart There's a tree grows tall by the water side Cause it's standing on the southern and you don't mess around with the girls in the south Cause the mamas teach the girls to shoot He lays beneath the Spanish moss Where all her pain was finally lost She planted a live oak right on his grave And the tree grows taller every day. Pretty much every week I've had shows with different organizations such as um, Nashville Meets London, CSAC, American Songwriter, Wide Open Country, and I'm continuing to book more virtual shows, more virtual tours. And it's and it's kind of cool in a way that we get to communicate in this way and that we're not just shut off from the world. And we as performers are able to do what we still love and can reach people during this time, especially when they feel isolated. It's, it's important to have music. It's important to have creativity. So uh, I'm grateful for the fact that I get to perform in my own living room or cabin or household and just bring music out there for people. They might come true love to dance. I grew up dancing salsa. Um, my parents are from Cuba originally, so I'm the daughter of Cuban immigrants, so I definitely 
hear drums and rhythms and I want to dance as well. Um, a lot of my videos classically don't have a lot of dancing in them, but that might change in the future because I do very much love to dance. I'm not the kind of girl who waste my time kissing up to you, trying to make you mine. Your game's about to end in a world of pain. I'm gonna wreck your life like a hurricane, cause I'm a me this question and ask me how John and I work together as husband and wife versus in a professional setting. And I have to say that we're able to easily separate the two. I respect him as a professional. I've seen him work with other artists and I feel very comfortable working with him on a professional level. And I think he feels the same about me. We're able to kind of see eye to eye on a lot of different things. And rarely have we ever had a clash in the studio um, as to what works and what does not work. So it's we've been really fortunate in that sense that in a professional setting, we've, we've always gotten along. Won't you lay down? Would you lay down your life for me? Or would you stay around? Would you stay all night for me? Or you pay the price, so you better know the cost of love. So again, I've had so many influences that, that are hard to pin down. Um, you know, I grew up listening to Shakira and Gloria Stefan, um, and I don't know if anyone can hear a little bit of that stuff in this record that's pop, country, Americana, and, and jazz. Um, again, Ella Fitzgerald, Edit James, Dinah Washington, Billie Holiday, Joe Stafford are jazz musicians that I love. I grew up listening to the power female um, era of country with Martina McBride, with Faith Hill, Shania Twain, and Leanne. And really, I have to say that every single genre has influenced me, and I've never pinned myself down to a genre. I've never sat down to write an album and think, I think I'm going to write this kind of album or that kind of album in this genre. So I think music is free. It should be free and and should be able to communicate freely.
And it's called the Outlaw Blues is called Shine, 14 songs, available wherever you stream or download music. Ever since the days of old, men would search for wealth untold. they dig for silver and for gold, and leave the empty holes. Produced by John Carter Cash, this collection is incredible and will have you dancing and driving with the top down and maybe even shedding a tear or two. AnnaChristinaCash.com to get her music and connect with her on all social media. I'm Devin O'Day. Thanks for listening. We hope you'll share this edition and subscribe for all our shows on the Main Street Today Network. And if you like local stories, the best way to get them is to subscribe to one of our local papers. Find out how and where at MainStreetMediaTN.com. Follow us at Main Street Today Radio on Instagram. I'm Devin O'Day.